Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I am Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. I'm Charlie Fager. And that's right. We have a special guest host today. We have Charlie, Ethan's younger brother. JR um, cannot no, he's, be... No, he's replacing JR. That's he, no, he's not replacing JR. <laughs> He'll be back uh, hopefully next week. His voice is still healing up. Um, and he had track practice today, so he could not film with us. So anyway, moving on, we're going to the NFL. It's the off season, but big things are happening. Um, one of which being the collective bargaining agreement, um, and all of the bureaucracy associated with that. So boys, (laughs) what is your opinion on this, uh, collective bargaining agreement? Well, I mean, for those of you that don't know, the CBA... Of, at, as otherwise known, basically what it's doing is it's adding a 17th game, but while also getting rid of a uh, preseason game, and right. also it's going to increase the number of playoff teams from six to seven on each side of the conferences, which will cause um, uh, only one team to have a bye. Right. So if you look at this year's playoffs, you would have only seen the 49ers on the NFC having a first-round bye <coughs> and the Ravens on the AFC side, um, as opposed to having the Niners and the Packers, as well as the Ravens and the... Patriots. Was it? No. Yes, it was. The Pats were the three. Wait, no, it was Chiefs. Chiefs. And the Chiefs. There we go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's kind of the short end of the CBA uh, it seems that players have been largely divided over it, um, so we'll see what happens with that in the coming weeks. Um, somewhat breaking news here, we've learned today that A.J. Boye has been traded from the Jaguars to the Denver Broncos for a 2024th round pick. How do you guys see that affecting uh, the, landscape, the landscape, not only of the AFC <coughs> West, but of the AFC and the NFL as a whole? Well... Um, first of all, I don't think A.J. Bouye's, I think, um, the Jaguars traded him for too little. I don't think he's worth a fourth-round pick, and I mean that I think he's way better than a fourth-round pick. Okay. So I think the Denver Broncos actually got the better end of this deal, and they got, like, a Pro Bowler in A.J. Bouye, who was a former teammate of Jalen Ramsey, if you didn't know. But, um, I, I think... I don't know, the Broncos' defense is looking a little better now, and it's looking a little scarier with Von Miller, A.J. Bouye. Right. Um, <laughs> and, of course, I mean, last year they lost Bradley Roby to um, free agency, um, but I forget his name, and that bothers me. Older player, had a really nice... Chris Harris? Thank you. Chris Harris had a, a great comeback season this year. Um, Von Miller's still there. So Von that's... Miller, Bradley Chubb when he's healthy is... Derek Wolf. I don't know who that is. Okay. So, no. Um, but uh, point being, that defense can be much better than it was this year, and it can also be um, <laughs> almost as good, if not better, than I'd say that Broncos defense that won them a Super Bowl against Carolina in 2015. And, yeah, they literally carried Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl. Which is a separate topic. But um, speaking of um, shifts in the teams, uh, the Giants have cut Alec Ogletree, um, who's been kind of a staple of that linebacking core within the past couple of years after he got traded from the Rams. Um, Do you see that as really having an impact? 
Well, I mean, it's the Giants, so we we, we don't yes. expect much from them anymore. Well, and they didn't even try to trade him at all. They just kind of cut him. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been as productive as he was in L.A. I, um, I think he's still a decent linebacker. I, I don't really. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming now the Giants are going to try to draft a linebacker. Right, well, because they need one. <laughs> after, on... after trading away Olivier Vernon and then... Cutting Alec Ogletree, you need someone to fill that gap. Um, And also, uh, there have been questions surrounding possibly Des Bryant going back to Dallas after, what, it's been a two-year hiatus? Maybe three since he's even played football? Yeah, he's kind of had some issues with them. Well, he, he, what, tore his ACL, right? Yeah, and then I think he had some issues with... He couldn't get a contract this it was, year. It was with Jerry Jones or Jason. I don't know which one it was. Well, because he was he got traded to um, Saint or New Orleans. The Saints, yeah. But then he did. He injured himself before he could right play, during so. training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if he does return, if he does return to the um, he's returning to the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but if he does return to the Cowboys, as long as he's not injured like he gets every season, I think he'll actually be pretty good. Because even though he's been out for two to three years, I mean, he probably won't lose all of the skill overall. Well, I think that receiving court, if they, if they can somehow keep Randall Cobb and Amari Cooper right. both, which is a big if. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that receiving court, Des Bryant, Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb, that's pretty. But well, then again, like you said, Des Bryant does get hurt every right. year. And it also, <laughs> yeah, it depends on what kind of condition he's in. If he's yeah. playing like a 35-year-old man who hasn't played football for three years, he's not going to be that much of a difference maker. And he's maker. probably not going to stay on the Cowboys for a long right. time. Right. But if he plays like 2014 Des Bryant, That's... okay. You're talking one of the top receivers in the game matched with Amari Cooper and a revitalized Randall Cobb. I think that's kind of a scary receiving And then you there. put Jason Witten, who's... Is J- <laughs> Jason Witten brings a lot of experience to the table, but he's... Not good. Well, I feel like his, his prime is way past. Well, um, yes, obviously. But oh Blake Jarwin has a lot of talent um, and unfortunately has had to sit behind Jason Witten this past season. Yeah, but, I want to see what Blake Jarwin can yeah, do. Yeah, he's had flashes. He could be a really good receiving tight end. And, I mean, Dak Prescott. <laughs> well, if they, if, once again, if they can... If they can keep Dak Prescott and he doesn't have to walk, you're talking a, a highly talented QB throwing to highly talented wide receivers. And we haven't even talked about Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Exactly. Who could essentially play wide receiver and running back. So... <laughs> The, the Cowboys should probably be better than they were this year. Maybe um, need a little more upgrades on defense. But. Maybe, yes. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we've talked about um, the NFL of today, but there's also the NFL tomorrow, um, currently competing at the, the draft in Indianapolis, I believe. Yep. Um, so we're not going to talk a whole lot about the draft because there's so much to cover, but there are uh, a few notables. For example, Donovan Peoples-Jones, formerly of uh, the Minnesota, not Minnesota, excuse me, the Michigan (laughs) Wolverines, um, put up a 44.5-inch vertical. For those of you who don't like converting from inches to feet, I will give it to you. That is almost four feet. That's like two Yodas. Like... (laughs) That is an insane Yoda's amount. Like two feet tall. Yeah, Yoda's two feet oh. tall. Anyway, that is That's an insane vertical. Is that basically how um, high Zion can go, or can Zion go higher? I don't know what Zion's vertical is. He, he is but... His is like forty or something like that. Yeah, well, it's really actually, 
we should say Cassius Stanley's. He did. Cassius Stanley broke Zion's vert record. Really? Know, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what he posted? I, I don't know what he posted. I know he broke it, though. Okay. okay. Even so, 44-5, that's an NFL Combine record. Um, and, of course, um, on the speed side of things, Henry Ruggs III got pretty darn close. Okay, you have no part of this, Alabama fan. This is not you. This is all Ruggs. Um, he posted a 4.27 40-yard dash. Um, which one is one of the fastest we've seen in a long time, uh, second only to the 4-2-2 posted by uh, John Ross in, what was that, 2015, 2016? <coughs> it was something around there. Something around that time. Um, so a lot of speed in a guy like Ruggs. Well, and he, he I think he was, he's fast, that's faster than Tyreek Hill's 40 time. And that's and that's saying something. Because <laughs> Tyreek Hill is like <laughs> Tyreek Hill is like regarded as the fastest dude in the game. So, um, if someone can get their hands on rugs, they basically have a heat-seeking missile pointed directly at the touchdown uh, end zone. So, um, and of course, how can we talk about the um, the combine without mentioning Michael Turk? The Arizona State punter who cranked out 25 reps of 225 bench presses. Hey, punters are people too, guys. I know. I'm saying he beat, if I'm not mistaken, all the wide receivers and like all but one tight end. Which tight end would that be? I forget. I don't know. I don't know. But let me just, you remember back when um, there was um, Joey Julius at Penn State? (laughs) Yeah. The massive punter who looked like he should have played D line. Yeah, that's what this reminds me of. Yeah. Wait, is this is this Michael Turk? Like, is he like? No, he's he's built like Aldrich Rosas. Okay. Who, right. so, for those of you who don't know, Aldrich Rosas is the um, the special teams kicker for the New York Giants, who is built like a truck. Is like six <laughs> three, two twenty something like. It's insane. Yeah. The man could play like linebacker, but he's a kicker. Um, Moving on to the MLB, uh, not a whole lot happening. Spring training has started up. Um, We're going to talk about the Astros um, because, (laughs) yeah, we're we're all laughing because, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, there was the whole sign stealing. um, There was the whole sign stealing uh, scandal, and... um, The Astros have um, been hit seven times by pitches um, this spring training, and that's just within the first couple of weeks. Well, I wouldn't say um, that they deserve that, but then again. It's a little undue, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, And, of course, um, Trevor Bauer is now (laughs) directly telling people what pitch he's going to throw at them. He's just a legend. I mean, you can't see, you can't steal signs from the guy who's literally telling you what pitch he's going to (laughs) throw. Yeah. And and he's like striking people out. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, he's literally telling you what he's going to do. He does it, and somehow you're still surprised. Like, the amount of skill that he has is insane. So kudos to him. Um, Before we move on to the NBA... Um, I do want to just touch upon the XFL because I feel like we forgot about it. And also, you know, it doesn't get the attention it receives or it doesn't get, it doesn't always get the attention it deserves, but we're not going to give it that attention. We're just going to say the XFL happened 
And we're moving on to yep. the NBA. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Beal um, <laughs> has um, been strengthening his case to get out of Washington. Um, when we last came on, um, we said that he had a 50-point game. And they lost. And they lost. Well, the funny thing was, that was on last Monday. Last Tuesday, he did it again, scored more points. It was like 57 or so. I think he had 50 through the first game and like 55. Yeah, something around that. And they still lost. (laughs) So if there's not a reason for Bradley Beal to get dealt out of Washington, I'm not seeing that there's a better one here. Like... there's no he's, point in him saying that. Yeah, he's not a free agent until 2023. Um, that's an error that I forgot to mention uh, last time. Sorry, said, JR. Yeah, JR was <laughs> pointing that out to us. Um, but he's not a free agent until 2023. Um, <coughs> so I could see him lobbying the uh, the front office of the Wizards trying to get <coughs> out of D.C. Or he might do what Kawhi Leonard did. And just not. <coughs> and well, fake. What if, did Kyle Leonard like fake injury or whatever? No, I don't think so. I'm not really sure what happened there. But um, anyway, uh, Steph Curry is coming back soon. <coughs> he uh, was reported to be scrimmaging um, with a Warriors affiliate in the G League. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, missed the buzzer beater winner. <coughs> Um, in order to win that scrimmage. Um, but he should be coming back. What form he's in after that broken hand, who knows. But um, The Warriors will t- <coughs> take him regardless if he's good Right. I, I would take a 50% <coughs> Steph Curry over no Steph Curry. Because um, as we all know, the Warriors, they need a lot of help right They now. went from the, the very top of the, the West to the very bottom. bottom. Yes. Um, Instead even worse, of, I think they have a worse target than like the Knicks or something. Yeah, they're bad because they don't have Clay, they don't have Steph Curry, no KD, um, no KD obviously. Net, so. Yeah, um, they pretty much just have Draymond oh, and Andrew Wiggins. So they have Draymond. <laughs> um, anyway, well, I just dropped him for my fantasy team, by the way. Who, Draymond or no, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins? Wiggins. <laughs> okay, even yeah. Dr- so Draymond, even, Evan Fournier. even having, even oh having Draymond, uh, even just having Draymond isn't saying. Draymond's much. good, but he's no Michael Jordan. Exactly. You can't just build a team around him. Draymond's so. no like Rudy Gobert. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> Every time. If Jr. was here, he would be coming across the table at you right now. It's not about the Utah Jazz, okay? We get it. Rudy Gobert is good. We do not need to talk about him just because we're talking about basketball. Moving on. Yeah, moving um, on to the uh, Donovan Mitchell's been. Oh, oh. <laughs> thank you, Charlie. For those of you who can't see, which would be all of you, Charlie just pushed over Ethan for Jr. So. Moving on, 76ers right now are without both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and yet they still seem to be doing okay. And we obviously, uh, you can talk about it, but obviously Shake Milton is a uh, big factor in that. Shake Milton has really just, like, shot himself into the void. We're talking about a guy who everyone was like, who in the world is this dude? Exactly. And, like, I mean... I remember watching the Clippers um, 76ers game on Sunday, and um, they were saying that, like, the Clippers coaching staff was like, who's this dude, Shake Milton? (laughs) That's like like me five minutes before we came here. Yeah, I mean, really, (laughs) yes. Um, 
But literally, I mean, we're talking about a guy whose career high was, I believe, 23, 27 points, something around there. Hadn't played a whole lot of basketball, but in Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid's absence has really kind of risen to the top. You put up, you said 39 points against the Clippers. Three-point line. Yeah, and he set the NBA record for most consecutive, um, not free throws, three-pointers scored. Um, at, I believe, 14. The previous record was, of course, 13, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And so we're talking about a relatively unknown guy setting NBA records and just lighting everybody up. Yeah. Um, so kudos to him. I think if people like Shake Milton, potentially Furkan Korkmaz, um, and some of those other, not necessarily six-man guys, but those bench players can step up, on the Sixers, they they'll hold, have a chance. They can hold the fort. Right, and especially in playoffs, when you can't just be using Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid every night for the entire game, Yeah, those guys are going to be really useful and could potentially carry uh, the Sixers through the playoffs. Yeah. And speaking of playoffs... Playoffs? What? No, that's... It's oh, okay. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of playoffs... Never. Wow, you did it the first time, but you didn't do it the second time. Anyway, speaking of playoffs, what are y'all's take on how the NBA playoffs are Okay, first of all, I just want to point out, you said y'all's. Just, I just want to point yeah. that out there. We're, I know. We're not from the South. Yeah. So? Okay, Um, my take from the playoffs, obviously. <laughs> Don't you dare say it. <laughs> Already. No, 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 no. Um... um yeah, I'm excited for this year's playoffs. Um, I think the Bucks are going to be a serious contender. <laughs> Obviously. I, I, hope they, I hope they are. I also think, like, the Lakers. The Lakers, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. What, what can I say about this without going into... You can say the Jazz. Oh, all right, perfect. Yes, this is my time. They'll um, probably go out in the first round, but yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Who are they facing in the first round? Well, they're, right now they're the five seed. Oh, okay. so, yeah, so they'd be playing... Who's the four? Maybe the Clippers? Clippers are the three, I think. Nuggets? Nuggets are the two, I think. Okay. It's not I don't the, know who else that would be. It's not the Wizards. I'll, it's, <laughs> I, wrong conference, keep, Charlie. Keep, um, keep talking, I'll, I'll look it up for you guys. Yeah, so I feel like it's going to be a lot more competitive than we've seen in recent years. Yeah. Um, especially from the Eastern side, which, I mean, I've said this before, but I feel like the East... Has um, for the past couple of years, um, it's really I'd say since. Do I want to say since LeBron left the Heat, it's kind of been like the smaller younger brother. No offense to the younger brother in the room, but of Aww. the of the the big boy big leagues West. You know, I mean, last year it what was it? It was like the eight seed in the West had a better record than, like, the sixth seed in the yeah. East or something to that effect. And so I, I don't think we're seeing that at all this year. Um, so playoffs, I think, will be exciting. I think they'll be good. Um, there will be some really nice matchups, I feel. Potentially Rocket, some Rockets upsets. are the four seed. Rockets are the four. Okay. So, actually, Rockets-Jazz would be... That's a good matchup. That would be a pretty good matchup. Because can the small ball Rockets beat the more defensively minded, especially with Rudy Gobert Jazz, um, yeah. it'll it'll be interesting. Um, I feel like uh, Bojan Bogdanovic 
um, is also kind of a big factor in that because he's had kind of an up-and-down season. Yeah. I mean, he's had some really nice parts of the season, some really good months where he's just electric. Yeah. But then some other parts where he's kind of hit a rock, you know? I also... Uh, no, I don't want to go... I don't want to keep talking about yeah. that. Yeah, anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, that's pretty much the state of the NBA. Moving on to um, NCAA men's basketball... Uh, former Wisconsin player Kobe King has chosen Nebraska as his new school, so he will be going there. Um, Indiana staying in the uh, in the Big Ten. Um, the five-star point guard um, for class of 2021, um, high school class that is. Um, Indiana just landed the five-star recruit um, Christian Lander, who's six-two and plays point guard. <laughs> that's a big point guard. <laughs> yeah. Um that's that's like a Ben Simmons point guard. No, like No, Ben Simmons is like 6-9 or wait, what? Ben Simmons is 6-9 or 6-8. I I'm saying he's, Oh, in college basketball. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm saying oh, in college basketball. Like we're talking about a pretty decently sized um 6-2 point guard and I mean he's a five-star too. So um, that'll be interesting to see how Indiana does next year. Um, moving on, AP rankings uh, came out yesterday, um, which, yeah, the Duke fan just let out a, I don't even know what that was. That sounded like a dying goat. Um, anyway, Duke has fallen from 6 to 7, that was last week's AP rankings, and now from 7 to 12, after losing to um, Wake Forest <coughs> and UVA. And that was compounded with already losing by 22 points to NC State. Well, well what happened last night? We, we, you we you beat by... NC State, yes. There you go. But you well, did yeah. lose to like the 11-win Wake Forest. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, I probably don't have much. And had a close game with UVA, which that's that's eh, eh, you know, like UVA is eh this year. They'll probably make the bracket. I mean, they they're, just they're twenty two right now. Yeah, they're twenty two now because of that win. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, Baylor, of course, lost to who was it? Um. <laughs> Was it Texas Tech? No. no, they just had the scare against Texas Tech last night. Um, who, of course, Texas Tech got blown out by Texas. The they other lost day. to TCU. TCU, and they blew them out, if I'm not mistaken. No, or was, no, it was a close. It, it was, was like 72 75. 72 75 um, was Baylor against TCU. So Baylor is now the four instead of the two. The one is Kansas. Kansas. The two is Gonzaga. Yep. The three is Dayton. Um, Baylor's, of course, the four. Um, Penn State has continued to slide. Um, after they lost to Indiana um, last week, they picked up a win Over by Rutgers. one, I believe it was 62-61, against Rutgers. But then um, yesterday got, or was it yesterday? Or was Saturday. It? Saturday. Got blown out by Iowa, yep. uh, 77 to 68. to 68. Okay, so not entirely blown yeah. out, but still nine points. Um, PSU continuing to slide. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Michigan, 
this angers me so much that Michigan is still even in the top 25. Yeah. They're ranked 25 right now um, after losing to uh, Wisconsin, which made me happy and uh, as a Wisconsin fan. But I, I feel like <laughs> Michigan doesn't deserve to be in the top 25 like that, especially when there are potentially better teams that could be in. Um, yeah. Like, uh, do you have the the votes for um, the votes? The, the the AP votes for teams that didn't make it. Oh, um, let me see. Just because I want to see. I mean, we look at those. We can further tell which ones are. Um, I don't know, more justified in being. Um, being in the bracket. I don't um, know. Just go in the app. It's oh my gosh! If we weren't using my phone to record, I would have looked it up. Um, but anyway, um, I part of it is me just not liking Michigan. Others received so Butler got sixty-eight votes. Okay. Uh, UCLA got fifty-four. Stephen F. Austin got 47. Oh, yeah, that's right. East Tennessee State got 31. Okay, so maybe maybe Michigan <laughs> did deserve it because these guys don't sound that great. The only one I could see making a serious case for is Butler, uh-huh. but at the same time, I mean, Butler got blown out by Creighton last week. Um, also, big jumpers, Seton Hall has moved up, I believe, eight spots. Something like that. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, it might not have been eight, but it was a it was a pretty large um, jump that they made up to the eight seed, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was it was five. They were five? thirteen. Okay, yeah, they were thirteenth. Even so, Seton Hall making a pretty one of the bigger jumps um, in, from last week to this week. Um, so that's men's basketball. Moving on to women's. Not a whole lot that needs to be said, really, other than UConn is leaving the American Athletic Conference. um, To join the Big East. Right, to join the Big East. And, I mean, we're talking about UConn, one of the winningest programs in recent history in in women's college basketball. Um, So, I don't know. um, Probably, I mean, it spells bad news for the Big East because here comes UConn. But I don't, I'm, how do you see the um, the AAC is changing? Um, well, obviously their biggest ticket maker, UConn, will not be there anymore. So I, I think uh, the level of I think the competitiveness of the A well the the competitiveness may go up. Right. Because since UConn's not there, there's there's room for a new top dog now. Right. And I mean. Part of that is also, well, I, I, I don't see it so much as it being more, com- I mean, it definitely could be more competitive, but it might just be closer. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, they might not necessarily be more competitive, but they most certainly can be closer. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much all there really is to say about basketball this week. Uh, NHL, JR's not back, and we don't know what we're talking about, so we're moving on. Um, moving on to NASCAR, we had the Auto Club 400 at Fontana, um, on Sunday. Alex Bowman won by holding off both Kurt and Kyle Busch to get his second career victory. Um, 
and it seems that he is actually going to get a tattoo to commemorate that second career victory at Fontana. Um, I also just want to say, uh, last week you heard me talk about Matt DiBenedetto getting second place in Las Vegas. Um, he continued a strong performance um, at Fontana to get 13th, um, but I remember him starting uh, relatively well in the field, and he was at one point up to fourth early on in the race, so kudos to him. Uh, he's, he's running for the Wood Brothers, um, who, for those of you who don't know, uh, used to run Cale Yarborough's car, who is one of the legends of NASCAR. So... Um, kudos to the, the Wood Brothers, kudos to Matt DiBenedetto. Uh, moving on to top, stop, top love soccer. You Matt DiBenedetto, aren't you? I just like seeing the underdog succeed, you know? I mean, this is his <laughs> first year in the 21. I mean, well, that's one of the most famous numbers in NASCAR. Based on the, the teams 21. that I like, I like seeing the, um, the top dog stay. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> um, the, no, this is, this is why JR and I yell at you. Anyway. Um, top soccer. MLS is starting up, but it's American soccer, so no one really cares because the European no stuff is where Salt it's Lake at. Lake FC. I'm a Red Bulls guy. I'm going to strike that down. You love too much about Utah. Anyway. Um, so speaking of the Jazz. We'll yeah, go back okay, to... no, no. We were done with that. We're, we're going to stay done yeah, with that. Um, Mohamed Salah could potentially be moving to Real Madrid. Um, so what implications do you see with him leaving Liverpool there? Well, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about Liverpool's, um, streak. But, um, <coughs> no, I think Salah's been a real key piece for them. So I, I think losing him is going to be very tough for them. Well, and the thing is, he's he's a midfielder who plays like a striker. Ex- yeah. So that's very hard to find. I mean, he's he teams. well, yeah, and he's literally like the heart of the Egyptian national. Like he is the Egyptian national. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like Gareth Bale's like the Wales national yeah, team. Yeah, Gareth Bale's the Wales. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens if he does end up going to Real or at least leaving Liverpool. Um, also. Injury updates, uh, Eden Hazard broke his leg and is out for the season, um, <laughs> as well as uh, another leg injury, I believe, to um, Lewandowski. Yeah, Robert to Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Um, so Bayern has been slammed with that, um, with Lewandowski's injury. Uh, Ethan, you mentioned Liverpool's streak. Yes! It's... Yes! Yes, I'll, okay. I'll talk okay. about Yes, it ended! <laughs> It's over. It has ended. They're not going to be invincible. Because they lost to Watford. 3 nothing, by Three the way. Nothing. Okay. For those of you who don't know, Ethan is an Everton fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. Okay. Leave. Now. Just no. Bye-bye. Arsenal and Chelsea don't get along well. Not very well. We, we, get, we get along fine. Yeah, Everton and Arsenal are fine, but Everton despises Liverpool. No, Same no. city. Despises. Despises. Too weak of a word. I realize despises that. Despises to, like, the 10th. Yes. Yeah. So that makes Ethan extremely happy. Um, yeah. Come on, you toffees. Okay, no, just moving on. Uh, tennis. Um, <laughs> Maria Sharapova has um, announced her retirement from professional tennis um, after her long and somewhat storied and one could even say infamous career um, after, you know, the whole doping thing. Well, that's but, basically... 
Where's she? Is she from she, Russia? Yes, she is Russian. So, <laughs> that, that welcome sense. to Russian sports. But um, <laughs> that's pretty much all there is to tennis. Uh, Andy Murray has um, also suffered some sort of injury. Um, I'm not sure as to what extent. Um, I mean, Andy Murray has. You know, back when the Big Four was actually a thing, I mean, it was him, um, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, and Roger Federer, and they pretty much just ruled as the the kings of um, the grass and clay courts. Uh, well, I looked it up. He has a chronic hip injury. Okay. Ooh. Well, and I mean, that's kind of what's been plaguing Andy Murray oh, for the past. I've got some of breaking years. news. Oh, yeah. uh, Liverpool is now out of the FA Cup. Really? Who did they lose to? Yes! They lost to Chelsea. 2 nothing. Yes! <laughs> Congratulations, Charlie. You just blew out the eardrums of everyone listening. Um, so, yes, Liverpool. The downfall is coming. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now they're probably going to win the rest of their game. Yeah, honestly, they're probably going to get another tie. I, I hope Everton can beat them. We do play them soon. Yeah. At Goodison Park. You're not going to win, I'm sorry. Come on, you talk. Back to tennis. Um, Andy Murray, um, as I was saying, has been a staple in the world of international tennis. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of what's been... The, the chronic hip injury is kind of what's been happening the past couple of years. Um, so, he's had a, a long and storied career, but... Um, Hoping that he recovers from that injury quickly. Um, and that's about all the time that we have. Uh, we've covered most of what we wanted to cover. Yeah, not, not um, much to going on. Not, actually, not as much as usual going on this right, week. Right, so. uh, kind of a lighter week. Um, but obviously with March Madness coming up, we're going yes, to give you all the details. That will be an that. exciting week once the bracket comes out. Oh, um, make bracket predictions, upsets, <laughs> all. We're oh, all. it's going to be a party. Um <laughs> Anyway, so um, if you liked this video, um, please like it in YouTube. Feel free to follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow our Instagram page. Um, um, we haven't been is... active right now, but uh, as soon as well, Jr. runs it, so basically as soon as he right. starts to feel better, we're and that um, by that account is by the way at ffm.sports.network, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Anyway. For Double FM Sports, I am Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Charlie. And signing off for JR, uh, have an awesome week.